So here I am recording from the campsite, everybody, for you, the people. Matt and Danny, they were all crazy. They were begging, begging, begging that I did it. So here I am at a picnic table, tiki torches in hand, people walking by thinking I'm insane. For you, we will do it. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Eric, shut up and sit down. Down, down, down. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. This is episode 150, and we are not live on the fives. You can tell this because you're listening to this with your ears and not with your eyes. Not that you can listen with... Okay, look. Okay, I'm sorry. Whatever. It's... it's, it's. I almost said it's live on the fives. It's not. No, it's not that. It's supposed to be, but we're down a person. You can hear another person is here to back me up. I'm Matt. I'm your host, the greatest man who's ever lived. You know me. You are so glad I'm here because at least, God, the, the, the greatest person is here. Also with me is Danny. She is an awesome person, too. We're going to hear how awesome her life is and what she's been up to. Danny, what you been up Well, hey, Danny, what you been up to for the last five weeks? That'll fill some time. Jeez, there we go. Boom. Holy cow. <laughs> well... I um, quit my managerial position. I think I've talked about that at some point, but uh, yeah, that's a lot of stress off my back and I have time to do stuff such as Mm -hmm. uh, streaming. I've been streaming a lot more lately. I've gotten back into my old groove. You know, I didn't actually put two and two together. I was like, oh, cool. Danny's streaming again. Wonder what got her (laughs) back into doing that. No. (laughs) Yeah. So... That's been a lot of fun. I have been enjoying streaming, and I want to say it feels like I never left, but it does because I had to like relearn how to do stuff again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I streamed, I think I, s- I didn't start with Little Nightmares, but that's the one that I can really remember doing. Mm-hmm. And it's not the first game I beat on stream, but it's the quickest game I beat on stream. True, true. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I... Don't like the horror type games, but the jump scares in that one were pretty good, and and I got a good clip out of it, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably will not play that game ever again. <laughs> Even <laughs> though it was really fun, but it was there were just some parts that were really scary and creepy. Mm. Nice. <laughs> um, I also started playing Danganronpa, um, another episode. Oh my god, I'm forgetting the whole title. <laughs> Ultra Despair Girls. Ultra Despair Girls, there we go. Uh, so I started that on one stream, got through mm. the whole prologue. Next stream, I pull it up, and it's blocked. Cool. So PlayStation and Spike Tunesoft do not want me to play this on stream mm. on my PS4. So I have got a workaround for that. I'm going to play it on PC. After yeah. I finish the other game that I have been playing, which is Detroit Become Human. And this is one that I was interested in, but I never looked into. And I know everyone was like in love with it. And we're just like so many fan arts about the characters, especially Connor. And mm. <laughs> I really like it because it's just this big movie. Mm-hmm. Basically, that you're just controlling. I like the fact that you're playing three different characters instead of just one. It's a lot of fun and a lot of intense moments. 
See, what you like is that you got to steal things, murder a person, <laughs> and betray your own people. So what I you did, liked is you get I to be the, ev- the evil, awful person <laughs> that you secretly are in real life that you try to hide from all of us. I know how this is. I saw the gleam in your eye when you did all the things. I saw it. It's true. It's true. I, yep. I'm getting to live out my, my fantasy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I knew it. <laughs> but what you didn't know, spoilers for anyone who hasn't kept up with the stream with me, uh, I took the supporting role of Connor. Mm-hmm. I joined my people. <laughs> shameful. Shameful. <laughs> you traitor to your own traitorous cause. This uh-huh. is not. Yeah. It, Two wrongs don't make a right, Danny. <laughs> it did for me. It felt really good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that's been really fun to stream. And it's been fun interacting with people during the stream. And. I can't wait to finish it. I probably have like an hour or two left of the game because mm. I just like all out stream for over three hours last night. Mm. <laughs> probably why I'm so tired right now. <laughs> and see, see, to me, it's weird that you're almost done with the game because when I played it myself, I took like a like a two or th- two month like sabbatical in between oh, wow. a couple of play sessions. Not because I didn't like it or anything, just because. Yeah. You know, I get distracted with other things. So it feels to me like this enormously long game, but it's totally not. And like when I think about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it goes from this, 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 this. It all goes in a row. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is short, but it, does, it just doesn't feel like it because it feels like this long, just ridiculous epic to me. No, I agree. Cause, I mean, it, it, they say it's only 10 hours if you play it straight through and, you mm. know, based on your choices. And I think I've streamed probably eight hours of it. So, yeah, I should have, yeah. like, an hour or two left of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's that's been a lot of fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of if I've played anything else. I mean, I've, I've played, obviously, Borderlands and, mm-hmm. uh, what, like, Fallout? I think I played Fallout a little bit. I've, I've finally deleted it off my console. <laughs> Nice. I just need to sell the disc so I never download it again and disappoint myself. <laughs> no, it'll be on super sale on Xbox Live know, for right? like four four bucks. You go, oh, it's just four bucks. Clickety click. <laughs> it'll be like there was this great patch and everyone loves the game and everyone's in it, mm-hmm. and I'll get sucked in again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Other than that, I've worked on my painting a little bit more during the stream. I did two paintings, actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I think turned out really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's pretty much been my week, just uh, working and uh, actually starting to enjoy work again. <laughs> Inconceivable. And, you know, mom stuff. So, yeah, that's that's been my uh, five weeks. <laughs> cool. Nice. How about you, Matt? How's your, how's your last week been? It's been really fun. Danny, yeah, you're going to enjoy putting those beeps in there. All right. Sorry for your damn luck. <laughs> but I, I said it before, work has been atrocious lately. It, things have changed up a little bit this week, but it's still it, like I've been so beaten down from like the past three weeks that a minor reprieve, it's not mm-hmm. good enough. Like oh. I need to like rocket ship up to the moon and just whoop, ah, woohoo. And. <laughs> 
a there another thing will be coming up in another week about like I, my shift changes, so I get to do that. But I don't know. I'm just so I'm so burned out when I'm at work. When I come home from work, I don't have energy to do nothing, like nothing at all. But mm-hmm. I have been playing a little bit of Judgment because I was <laughs> I was off sick yesterday, so all day I got to play oh, Judgment. No. I, it was great. Awesome. It was an awesome time. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm getting more into that game. Maybe it's just more used to the different systems, but I'm enjoying it a little bit more. I still feel like the, I don't know, something about the combat, because you have two combat styles. One's like crowd control and one's one-on-one. And I feel like the crowd control doesn't do enough initially. I'll get more into it on what you play in third shift, because this, <laughs> this is not the place for that. Right. But I feel like in the Yakuza games, when I want to control a crowd, I can do it with like two bu- inside of two button presses. And I feel like in this one, it's like four or five or six, or you have to run and get a weapon if there's more than like two dudes. Because otherwise, they don't like jump on you and destroy you, but it's just irritating enough to just be like, all right, I'm getting these two guys down. Oh, here he comes. Here he comes behind me. Bloop. Oh, okay, yeah, combo's broken. <laughs> oh, whatever. But I still enjoy the story. The world, of course, is amazing. I love that. So Judgment's still a lot of fun. Another thing that is the most fun, Persona 4 Golden. I played a whole bunch of that last night, and that's just, I love it. I'm almost, I'm almost to the point where I'm, I almost feel like I like it more than 5. Just oh, the wow. just, just the story and characters end of it. Like okay. five, 5 has improved battle system, and the, like the mechanics are way better in 5. But the story and your friends and the characters you get close to feel so much like more real, like real people, as opposed to like, you know, the characters in five felt real too, but not like real, real. They felt like characters. A little exaggerated. Yeah. Yeah. And the scenario is a lot more exaggerated in that one too, so it's understandable. But this feels like when I sit down and have free time with my friends, I feel like I'm having free time with my actual friends, <laughs> nice. you know. So that that's a ton of fun. Been having a ball with that. On the movie front, went and saw two movies over the past week, Toy Story 4, which was really good. I enjoyed that a whole heck of a lot. I mean, I remember when the first one came out. So you got to see what could be the last one until Toy Story 5. Yeah, right. <laughs> I thought the last one was the last one. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, I really like that one. And then Spider-Man Far From Home also saw that. I will say, as an old man, this is my one traditionalist person, you know, thing. I I like different alternate takes of comic book characters and established canon and stuff like that. But the fact that they all have to be, like, awkward, hipster, teenager, modern-day teenagers, I'm like, I don't like that. Because they have, like, the, oh, well, I didn't, you know... Uh, and then the person he's talking to goes, well, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't do that. No, thank you. I don't like it. Especially when one of those characters is MJ. MJ is supposed to be oh, badass and cool. Yeah. But, I mean, it makes sense in the new universe because that's <laughs> what every teenager is, even the cool teenagers. Well, I don't know. I won't spoil anything about the <laughs> canon that they've established. It makes sense. Okay. But it's like my MJ is the cool movie star, you know, TV star MJ from the comics Mm -hmm. back when I was growing up. So, like, she pulls nerd Peter Parker into being cool. It's not like, hey, we're both dorks together. (laughs) Like, that's not my MJ. Yeah. (laughs) 
But I, I will say I did enjoy the movie a whole heck of a lot. My favorite thing about it is something I can't even say because it's a spoiler. So unless you've seen it, which I doubt. Uh, have you seen I have it? Not, nah, no. I, I didn't think you had. But it's, oh, they do a thing so well. <laughs> and it's exactly what I want it to be. Okay. Even though it's different than how it is in the count, whatever. Okay, I can't, I can't talk about it, but it's oh, so well done. It makes me, it made me just go. I would like pump my fist. I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is it. Yes. <laughs> so if you've seen it and you're a comic book fan of Spider-Man growing up from back in the eighties and nineties, you probably know what I'm talking about. High five! High five me through the podcast. Do it. <laughs> yes. Thank you, friends. <laughs> but other than that, that was my week. That was Danny's five weeks. That was my one week. Together as a team this week, you and I both did IG2G episode 57. I did the recording part and you did the editing part. That's true. <laughs> that was a fun show. I was so excited. But this was one of those episodes where I went in and I was like, what releases are there? Probably nothing. And then I found three games I was super excited about. And I went, this is the bomb diggity and I love it. So it was a good episode. I had fun. Well, you guys, I enjoyed listening to your video game stories too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was a it was a good episode for me too. <laughs> so that was this week. Coming up next week, we got nothing Woo-hoo! except we're going to record something for the Patreon. But you'll hear more about that later in the episode. Oh yeah, Patreon! Boom, 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 boom! Give us the money. No, don't put that in there. But put that in there. It's fine. <laughs> and while Patreon gives us the money, Gearbox gives us those sweet ass shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands Two. So hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourself some free loot. So rolling right into the news in Gearbox section, we got two pieces of breaking news from today. <laughs> Spider-Man noises. I don't know why they did okay. a they did a couch co-op stream this this evening, like two hours ago. They did it. Like two and a half hours ago now I was recording this. It was Elisa Melendez and James Lopez playing Tales from the Borderlands. I have no idea how they did or how fun that stream was because I didn't get a single alert. Twitch, my app on my phone says, screw you, buddy. (laughs) I'm going to screw you over like I do Eric. And I went, okay, let me check what's going on before the show. Oh, that would have been fun to watch. Yeah, I love anything Tales from the Borderlands, so I'm I'm mm. kind of bummed that I didn't realize it was a Koch co-op, and because I get I get the notifications from Gearbox. Oh, oh, I don't you're know the why one. You guys don't, Jeez, but I do. <laughs> Great. But they just come up like a generic notification, and mm. a lot of people stream throughout the week, so I didn't realize it was a special one. <laughs> Although. A lot of people don't usually stream via Gearbox Official. It's via Borderlands. That's true. So there's the ticket, Danny. I have to pay attention to that next time. I didn't even think about that. There you go. (laughs) So complete failure on our end. We suck. If if anything really cool happened in that, I'm going to go back and watch it because I like watching Mm -hmm. those. You know, I like put them on while I'm making dinner or something because it's always fun. Like... Because you get to see, A, usually somebody new from Gearbox who we've never seen or heard from before. And B, sometimes they just have fun interactions with Elisa. And I think for Tails, this would be especially like true. Because sometimes when they're playing Borderlands or you know Game of the Year Edition or 2 or pre-sequel or whatever, they're so focused on like shooting and running around. Oh, get that thing over there. Oh, man, I found a, I found a thing. Hey, you remember that time when you... Hang on. <laughs> But if it's tails, yeah. it's going to be 
there's dialogue, there's Story, slow yeah. action on the screen, maybe a QTE. Mm-hmm. So it's not as not as in depth and focus. Not as much focus needed, I guess. Mm-hmm. I agree. So coming up on the second part of the breaking news from today, who, yeah. <laughs> we got information on the Borderlands Museum of Mayhem that's going to be at Comic-Con, but not at Comic-Con. They were like, hey, you, are you going to be at San Diego Comic-Con? Then be sure to visit the Borderlands Museum of Mayhem. I'm not going to read it like Eric does, because that's, I can't take it. I hate it when he does it. <laughs> Stop doing that, Eric. I'm not here for you to tell me that. Sorry, dude. He'll never hear this. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just venting to you, the third shift faithful. But this is presented by Nerdist, and apparently this is some kind of like museum art exhibit outside of San Diego Comic-Con, because it says open to visitors of all ages and no San Diego Comic-Con badge is required. So I'm guessing it's like across the street. I don't know the details of San Diego Comic-Con because I'm a bum. Like, how am I going to get tickets to that? Me too. (laughs) But this is going on Friday, July 19th, and Saturday, July 20th. Oh, and Sunday. Why wouldn't they just put them all together like that? Sunday, July 21st (laughs) from noon to 8 on Friday and Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. What is it? What what am I even talking about, you ask? They have exhibits of mayhem in here where you get an inside look at character, weapon, and level design through concept art created by the artist at Gearbox Software. Okay, I pulled an Eric. So sue me. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> Stop it. No. You don't get to call me on my shenanigans. Not, no, not on this podcast. <laughs> Matt's reading from the teleprompter. <laughs> no, no. Are, are they, but yeah, they got all kinds of concept art. They've got uh, different displays through the museum with trailers, fan art, interactive experiences. Uh, they got all the statues are going to be there. You can get a vault symbol shaved into your head at the barber shop. They got cosplay photo booth, cosplay contest. They got a live muralist who's going to be there doing all kinds of stuff. You can get all kinds of VIP points for the Vault Insider program. They're gonna, there's going to be a cash bar, so you can load up on liquor before you tell yourself that it's a yeah. good idea to get a vault symbol shaved into your head. You know, they better have a moxie running that bar. Just oh, I'm saying. sure they will. Or, or they'll have a moxie, like, on the side. Yeah. Like, hey, sugar, I'm going to have Sally mix up your drink here. Ha, ha, yeah, ha. get some pictures taken while you're getting your drink mixed. Heck, yeah. <laughs> but then they said, of course, there's going to be a gift shop. There's, there's going to be all new Borderlands 3 swag and merch there. And since nice. it's presented by Nerdist, there's going to be Nerdist hosts there for meet and greets. All kinds of good stuff like that. I don't know anything about Nerdist. I'm really sorry. I'm not... Like it's the geek oh, thing, but I'm not a yeah. geek. I'm I'm a cool guy. I like uh, I, <laughs> I comb my John Travolta hair back and I put on my leather jacket and I go. Mm. I'm subs- I'm subscribed to them on YouTube and I watch them every once in a while oh, and nice. I can't for the life of me remember who I watch. It's the <clears throat> chick, and Jessica I like Chobot? her a lot. Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't like Jessica Chobot. Really? <laughs> I don't know why I don't like her. I just don't like her. Oh, I think she's cute. And there's Chris Hardwick. Isn't he on that, too? I don't like him, either. He's too much. I don't think he's affiliated anymore. I know he started it, okay. but I don't I don't think he's a part of it anymore. I shouldn't have said I don't like him. I'm sounding really down on Nerdist. Hey, great job, Nerdist. Thanks for doing this. This is really cool. I'm sure you guys are awesome, but I'm too cool to watch stuff on the YouTubes. <laughs> you know, and I like museums in general, so mm-hmm. just having a museum full of Borderlands is just yeah. freaking awesome. But I'm sad that it's in California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm in Michigan. Come on. <laughs> Wait, what's the one lesson you learned from last week's episode? 
uh, you put it in the title, Just Drive, Danny. Put the daughter, <laughs> put the cat in the car. Oh you get that ring-a-ding-ding. Where's the daughter at? We're in California, sucker. Whoa. <laughs> Hang up. Click. Check out this Borderlands museum. That would Boom. go over well. <laughs> it would. I'll get you something from California. <laughs> you could Too bad get, I'm staying out here now. <laughs> you could get a Borderlands symbol shaved into your daughter's head. There that's we a win. go. That's the I parenting like win. That's yep. the best. This is yep. why this is why you had her is to go and do that, to make that happen. Get the side shave with the, the Borderlands symbol. I like it. Hell yeah. Now see, Eric. Eric's lucky he wasn't on this one to hear about this, because he'd be like, I'm going to do that. Oh, can't do That's it. That's so true. Would they like Sorry. put it in my eyebrow maybe with like a micro touch little <laughs> hair thing? Oh. He can get it in his goatee. <laughs> that would be horrendous. That's not that's not even cool. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. Something where you can walk through and immerse yourself in Borderlands. I mean, I've always said, Eric and I have said a million times on the show, they should release a lot more concept art, you know, things behind the scenes stuff. This is behind the scenes stuff in a place where you can walk behind the scenes. This, mm-hmm. is, this sounds amazing and awesome. Anyone who's out there in California needs to get their bus to San Diego and do this. And send me pictures, tag me yeah. in them at the real Doc Funky, so I can hate pictures. you and also love it. <laughs> I will like it, but I'll get an angry face on my face. Exactly. <laughs> so jumping from brand new news to brand old news, this is something I found out while I was researching stuff for the show about the Guardian Con stuff. I saw something from I think it was Submoto or whoever, but it was like the day we recorded last week's episode. Gearbox and Borderlands dropped info on Mayhem Mode. Have you heard anything about this? No, I haven't. Aha, good thing I wrote it down a little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> but this was a bit like kind of expanding their end game and the, you know, the, your repeated playthroughs of the game. They said Mayhem Mode comes into play on your, like I said, your your end game experience. And this is, it sounds like a bunch of modifiers for like how tough you want enemies to be, how how... I don't know if it's how much loot you want to spawn, but different, like, it sounds like different, like, tweaks and sliders for that second playthrough, that third playthrough, oh, to make it cool. more interesting for you. That does sound cool. Even more cool than that is they said there will be special abilities and skills only available in Mayhem mode for your oh, secondary wow. playthroughs. Okay. Only accessible there, only usable there. Freaking awesome. Like That's awesome. I'm not wow. a big multiple playthrough guy, but if there's something I can turn on to make it not necessarily easier, but more fun for me to engage in a second time, a third time, a fourth time, a fifth time, a hundred millionth time, that's awesome. So right. that, that's just, mm-hmm. there weren't any specifics really about, you know, released about that, but that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's just centered around the whole theme of them wanting you to just enjoy playing Borderlands and being in that experience. Because mm. they've, they've done a lot of things like that just to general yeah. gameplay. So that's really mm. cool. <laughs> so jumping from the brand old news into the more of the brand new news, but it's like a week ago news, whatever, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Borderlands 3 mm-hmm. at Guardian Con. Highlights, takeaways, I got a I got a bunch of stuff listed down, but you get to go first, Danny. What's cool? What do you like? What do you hate? What's what's the worst thing out of this? So you can start us off on a real downer note. No, tell us good things. 
Well, if you guys don't know what Guardian Con is, it's uh, it was actually started by uh, Professor Broman and King Cathalian and Kevin X Vision. I didn't know okay. that, so that was really cool to find out. They were raising money for St. Jude's Children Hospital, Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. And I think they raised like $4 million, somewhere around there. So pretty Sweet. damn awesome. Mm-hmm. The one stream, the one part of the stream I watched was the social immersion kind of stream or presentation, mm-hmm. I guess, where they talked about the Echo Cast. They already have a version one released of this, and it's just basically you can get loot from watching other players play the game. And this is games played on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but the version 2 of this EchoCast, they will have a badass event, which I thought mm-hmm. was so cool. Basically, I don't know if you have to like donate or if you're just in the stream and you get randomly picked. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's donations and subs for both of the events. Okay, things. that's what I wonder. Okay, so... One person gets chosen at random. They get a badass put into the game with their username over the head of this character. And mm-hmm. there's a, a a random number generator that makes up, you know, what the stats are of this villain. And you get mm-hmm. to be a badass in Borderlands, which I thought was really, really cool. And another thing I thought was really cool about that, that was one of the big takeaways for me, too, was they said there's some way for you to control it, how that enemy acts. Like they were saying, there'd be like a taunt button. You could make it taunt. You could do something else. And then there was like, oh, you can level it up. And I was like, why wouldn't you just level it up to like 9 million <laughs> and just destroy your favorite streamer? Like, huh, lol, dude. This is what I get for my $5 donation. I just ruined your day. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I think, I think there are random things that pop up for th- either the person that it is or other people who have donated during the time of the stream. So you mm-hmm. can choose whatever randomly comes up and yeah. just boost your baddie. I think it's so cool. Just mm-hmm. a great way to get the community to interact while you're playing. And the second event is the um, Moxie. Moxie's going to be mixing some drinks. Mm-hmm. And they're going to appear in-game for the player to drink. And they can, there are going to be a variety of boosts that the people will pick. <laughs> and they said they were all positive things, so the, the chat can't screw you so much. <laughs> That's not what I heard. Really? I heard, I heard buffs positive. or debuffs. Did you? So okay. You, you, could bust, you could bust in and just be like, oh, is it boss fight time? <laughs> Speed down. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember hearing skag poop a lot, so... <laughs> There you go. <laughs> that would be an interesting cocktail. <laughs> mm. I will say, I, I didn't have t- the time to catch the streams this week. You know me, oh man, was gonna say, oh man, we're some host of a podcast. You are, hey, real life gets in the way sometimes. So I had to catch up via other people's recap videos, and they all said buffs or debuffs. Okay. So if you say I'm a liar, <laughs> then you're saying that all these other people that I don't remember are also liars. I missed it. I mean, it, it, mu- it could have been... <laughs> It could have been Gathalian, you know, just having some dreams and hoping that he couldn't be screwed during his stream. 
Nice. Well, let me tell you, Danny, I didn't get the chance to watch the first one, and I told myself I was not going to watch the second one. And you all know why. If you're a fan of Third Shift, you know I don't pay attention to skill trees until they give me the character builder that I can build it on the website and look at my own stuff. I hate having people tell me what what optimal builds are when they were looking at it. I don't like that stuff. I like finding my own path. So I said, no thank you to stream number two. No offense, guys. I'm sure you did a great job. I'm sure it was awesome. I share that opinion, Matt. I I also did not watch stream number two. I I immersed myself in number one. And yeah, Mm -hmm. that, that that was all. Well, that wasn't all they revealed at Guardian Con. Nope. I got some more details from some of the other videos I watched. One thing we'd heard about, but I don't think we had many details on, was the bounty board system, where you know we've heard about if your friend sells a weapon, it can show up in your item mm, yes. stores. If your friend finds like a rare enemy or a rare variant of an enemy, that can show up on your bounty board in your game, oh. and you can get special rewards for defeating it. Okay. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like if we... You know, we'd run across like Donkey Mong or King Mong in the in Borderlands Two. So if I see something pop up, I know, oh, Sean found something cool. It's probably around this area. Eric found something cool. It's around that area, and it gives it would give me more reason to run through that area again to a find out what this thing is, what it looks like, what it does, and then b more rewards for me means more reason for me to keep playing. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't hear anything about that. <laughs> oh, there you go. Breaking news. <laughs> the other thing I took away from it was something that everyone was screaming about was the ping system. Oh, yeah. And everyone yeah, thinks it's a new thing, but it was mm. in Battleborn. They had the ping uh-huh. system in Battleborn. So they it's another one of those things that they're pulling over from what they learned in Battleborn into mm. Borderlands. But I think that they're improving it even more here because what I really appreciated from the multiple videos I watched about the ping system is that you get voice line callouts of mm-hmm. what's getting pinged and possibly why. Yes. Yes. Like, oh, if it's an enemy, they'll talk to the enemy. If it's a chest, they'll go, see that box over there? Mm-hmm. Check out this ammo. Look at that weapon. And if it's just something you know, stupid, like you pinged on the ground, hey, aren't maps great? Oh, gee, oh, I should look at the map. <laughs> and, and even more than just you know being obvious, this gives the opportunity for more Vault Hunter personality, like Eric and I yes. have been talking about for the past two weeks. They showed off some of it with Amara, and each time it was... You know, it was a slightly different line from each time I saw something. Mm-hmm. You know, it, when she pinged a friendly, she, she was like, hey, how's it going over there? <laughs> you, you know, just unique things for that Vault Hunter to say that brings you more into the world of I'm playing with characters instead of I'm playing with a blank slate robot that I'm controlling. I love that stuff. And I think it eliminates the times that we're standing around at, like, say, a vault symbol waiting for everyone to find us on the map. <laughs> true, true. We can just ping it and then run away and find something else or mm-hmm. continue. <laughs> or you can be a total douchebag and ping it and be like, yeah, come on over here, dude. Oops, ping. <laughs> ping There's also a, a piece times. of ammo yeah. 12 miles away. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Oh my Hope god! You remembered that that will totally be a troll moment <laughs> in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see it now. The other thing that I thought was really cool was the fast travel improvements that they made. 
Oh, do tell. I didn't hear anything about this. Uh, well, there are stations, various stations that are fast travel stations. So if you've been to that location, you can jump to those locations. But mm. the really cool thing is that you can fast travel to your vehicle from anywhere. Okay. So if, oh, from anywhere. Yeah. So if you leave nice. your vehicle somewhere and run off and then you don't want to run back, you can just fast travel to your vehicle. That's nice. So that'll eliminate a lot of the running around time that you have in the game. Because <laughs> I'm going to say, spoiler for later in the episode, that was something I had beef with in the Lilith DLC. Mm-hmm. It's like, drive over here and then go through all this stuff. Yep. And then, well, you got to go back home. Yep. Oh, well, let me march to the car and hope it didn't get blown up. Oh, it did. Okay, let <laughs> me march to more. the car station. Oh, do 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 <laughs> So yeah, if I can fast travel to, especially since they have that little wheelie mobile, that little one person, yeah. you know, s- small vehicle, mm-hmm. that's going to be so awesome. Oh, I'm going to hop out, you know, mantle up, slide down, do, do, do. Uh, there's nothing back here. Boop, five seconds, back at the car. Good stuff. I got the impression that you could fast travel from anywhere to any station too. So I don't think you have to be in a fast travel station to fast travel to another fast travel. <laughs> I'm going to beat this game in like five hours. I am not going to walk anywhere or do anything. I will find zero secrets, but I will be the first person on earth to beat the game. But I mean, it's just one of those things that they've improved about the gameplay that make you enjoy the game even more because you don't have to Mm. waste time running through a dead dungeon. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And hey, speaking of dead, if you want to duel your friends and make them dead... Now duels can be 1v1v1v1, spoiler alert for later in the episode, and you can duel in like an arena area and fight all three of your friends. So cool. I'm not a big, I'm not a big duel person, but for people who are the big duelers, this is for you. Yeah, they said they they were giving us a taste of the battle royale without giving us battle royale. (laughs) Nice, I like it. I think that it's going to be a hilarious thing just to even do once for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would do it once to get the trophy like <laughs> yeah, we did before, exactly. And then I will never do it again because <laughs> I hate I hate dueling. I, it's, this is not for me. <laughs> and another thing that's also not for me because when they kept saying it in any of the recap videos, in any of the news, in any of the press releases, they were talking about matchmaking, and I went, oh, yeah, yeah. "What? What is matchmaking?" <laughs> Like for like what like a like a raid dungeon thing like you can queue up for a dungeon? No, they're just talking about actual matchmaking in the game. I never do that because I play by myself mm-hmm. or with my friends who are on- online and we're scheduled to be online at that exact time. I matchmake with nobody ever. I've done it like once in all of the Borderlands <laughs> games ever. This what? But the cool thing is, if you queue up for matchmaking, you can actually play the game while it matchmakes. Yep. Just like so many other games throughout history have done. This is the right thing to do, but if you're matchmaking, I don't know what, you got no friends? What? You can't play by yourself. <laughs> what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I agree. I think it's cool that they've made it that way so you can actually do something instead of staring at a loading screen for mm-hmm. an hour while you wait for a match. Because <laughs> you know what? That one time that I did matchmake, it was the worst. Yeah. Because you would refresh like the server list and be like, oh, all these games. Click on it and be like accessing the game <laughs> disconnected oh Perfect. this is why i don't do this yes. back to solo play <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm glad they streamlined that finally. Um, another thing that I thought was pretty cool is they have made it possible to button remap your controller. Oh, yeah. So if yeah. you don't like the way it's set up default, you can change it. And I like that because there are some times where I like the jump button to be right on the bottom of my thumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So I, I like the idea of that if I don't like how their default is set up. Yeah, man. If ducking isn't like the upper right <laughs> quadrant of the touchpad on the PS4 controller, I, I'll sell that game. I'll sell that game. <laughs> this one doesn't do a lot for me, but it is definitely cool that everything's remappable now. They had a lot, a lot of other accessibility options they talked about in the game too, which is, again... Not something that I necessarily need, but is great to have out there for people who do need yes, it. So I props agree. to them for all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's another thing that I, I love about what how they're thinking about making this game is that they want to make it playable for everyone, even mm. people who have disabilities or use special controllers or are colorblind or deaf or blind you know they're just they're making up all kinds of things just so everyone can play this game yeah absolutely so that pretty much wraps it up for guardian con i will say i'm excited for gamescom which is what next month coming up next month sometime <laughs> because they said that is when they're going to show off flack and i said oh, from yeah, day one yeah. as soon as i saw pets i went flack is gonna be my go-to I want to know more, but I don't want to know too much. Don't show me a streamer telling me about a skill tree. Just give me the skill tree. Just give it to me. Right. I'm sure they'll release all that, the, the character builder and all that stuff after they show off Flack. Because they have to, because they don't have enough time after Flack to, you know, it's not, there's not a month in between. Yes. Whew. I'm excited. <laughs> But, you know, everyone's, I think in, in uh, Guardian Con's chat, that's all I could see during the stream was, mm. show us Flack, show us more Flack, we want to see Flack. So everyone's really anticipating this character, mm. and I, I'm guessing they probably saved him because he's the best character. <laughs> you know it. He's got a, he's got a dog. Right. Come on. That's the best. <laughs> so I can't, Get him Sparky. I can't wait. Oof. I can't wait to see what this character does and adds to this group of vault hunters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So one thing that you, the listener, do not have to wait and see about any longer. You've been waiting for like a full month. The DLC has been out for a month. It's not even free anymore. We have to talk about it at some point. <laughs> Today is the day and Eric's not here. He'll talk about it nope. at some kind of yep. bit, either before or later in the episode. I don't even know, but we're talking about the Commander Lilith and the Fight for Sanctuary DLC. What'd you think about it, Danny? Um, It was a, a good addition to the story. I thought it was great to see all of the characters from, you know, all of the Borderlands come together in this one DLC. <laughs> I like seeing that, that I like that it had Borderlands characters in it. This Borderlands <laughs> DLC. Good insight, Danny. Thank you. I think it will be an okay bridge for people who haven't played Tales from the Borderlands. Although you don't, mm. I don't think you really need it like the dlc you don't need the dlc yeah (laughs) but i wonder because they didn't really explain anything that really happened in tales from the borderlands other than hey here's vaughn (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> I, I was just thinking that as you said it. I was like, it, it works as a bridge if you played it. Mm-hmm. Then you know, mm-hmm. but otherwise it's some guy who goes, "Oh yeah, I used to be, I used to be a this, and I took over this, and now I'm just a a weird goofy scrub that you found in the desert." <laughs> it's like, why are you saying these things? And I mean, there's a little bit of some stuff in there, yeah. but you only really get it if you know yeah. and you played it. So yeah, I agree with you on that one. I I feel like it was more of a trying to tie up loose ends from uh, Borderlands Two. Mm-hmm. But not really anything from Tales, which I thought it was going to be more so that. Yeah. Um, but I agree. Like Vaughn didn't feel like Vaughn. He kind of felt mm-hmm. like Vaughn that forgot what happened in Tales. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, the, I liked. I think I liked the side missions more than I liked the actual story. I didn't hate the story, but I, I just love the side missions more. <laughs> yeah. I, now, I, I will admit my first impressions and my first time through it, I didn't really enjoy it that much. Like, I mean, t- t- everyone just hung up the podcast. I know, like, right? They took an old-timey <laughs> rotary phone and they hung They're it like, up. like, oh, great. Eric's not here, so it's just going to be this dreary podcast with Matt and Danny talking <laughs> about their favorite game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Now, in my defense, you know, I've said a million times, I played through Borderlands 2 for hundreds upon hundreds upon thousands upon billions of hours. Mm-hmm. I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. So when I went into it, I mean, there's a new story and new things going on, but ultimately it is Borderlands 2. Yeah. It's just a little bit more of it. Yeah. So my initial impression was, I'm just back doing it again. And it's not, it's not bad, mm-hmm. but it's just this again. Right. And... To be fair, it really is, but the more I went through it, I went through it a second time just to try and loop up on the story because oh hey, haven't even told the story haven't even told the story. <laughs> you all know how our first attempt at this went. Eric died. <laughs> he literally died. He died a death. Yes, he did. And when he was re- resurrected the very next day, he went, Oh man, we're gonna have to get it get in on that. <laughs> and and then we had such horrible times at work and quarter end, and we're like, yeah, it's time for Borderlands night. We're going we're gonna to do it. We're going to slam it. We're going to get the beers. We're going to do it right. One last hurrah for Borderlands 2. And I went, heck yeah. And we sat there, and we played it, and I started drinking some beers. And I was like, what's wrong with you, beers? Slam another one. What's going on, beers? I don't feel anything. And then we were slugging through Borderlands 2 again. Yep. And we're like, oh, gun case, dude. Open it up. Whites and greens. Sweet. Gun case over here. Whites and greens. Sweet. Gun case over here. Whites and greens. Three gun cases here. White, green, white, green, white, green, white, green. <laughs> All right. How about in this hidey hole corner of the map over here? There's a little side path. You see it? You can jump up. You can wall hack over here. You can Skyrim horse your way up. There's got to be a borderland symbol here, right? No. No. <sighs> so we started going down, and we started going down, and we went, oh, man, I don't like where this is going. Mm-hmm. And then we found one. We found a Borderlands symbol. And we went, Borderlands symbol! Life does exist. Life is happy. And I ran to the to the cupboard, and I took a big old shot of whiskey, and I went, here we are again. And then we started rolling, and then Eric leveled up, so we both had to drink, and we found another Borderlands symbol, so we both had to drink, and I didn't remember anything that happened after that. So I read through it. So I went through it a second time to remedy that situation, Uh 
Eric has told me he doesn't remember anything either. So when you get to his part later in the episode, if he says he beat it, he did it a second time. He did it later because he doesn't remember. Uh, but I went through it a second time and I went, you know what? Oh, man. I'm not a big fan of a lot of these characters, mm-hmm. that the DLC centered around. I don't like Lilith. Yeah. She's a traitor like many times yes, over. She is. At the, at the end of pre-sequel, she like went crazy and wanted to kill Athena for no reason. So I don't like her. So anything that's like, oh man, Lilith, here, take charge, Lilith, learn your role, and who did who? And I went, I, can't, I don't like, don't like her. That's it. I don't. No, I can't. I can't dig it. I can't deal with it. But like you said, the side characters, the side missions. Mm-hmm. When I found the My Brittle Pony quest, yes. which doesn't make sense because she's made out of diamonds. She's not brittle. She's right. harder than anything that you can imagine. <laughs> when I found that quest, I was like, okay, this is it this is the borderlands i wanted silly stuff with my favorite character in that game doing stuff with my other favorite character in the game overall i i would say i enjoyed this dlc it was a good dlc it just wasn't all that i wanted it to be mm-hmm. like there were some i had some issues with it i think another one of the big ones was they did a borderlands 2 on me and they made the bad guy more interesting than the characters that I have to play with. Yeah, we got to go kill this guy. Why? Why? He's awesome. I want him to turn you into a plant, Lilith. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) You traitor, psychopath, weirdo. (laughs) He'd be much more enjoyable as a a big house plant (laughs) on Sanctuary 3. (laughs) Be a sunflower. You can have the little blazing stuff all as your petals around your head. But I mean, I, I I don't know why, but I really like the whole like the doll military persona that they have in pretty much all of these games, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I just liked him so much more than everyone else. Like obviously, he was trying to do a bad thing, yeah, uh, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, people were like Pandora's fine as it is, full of murderers and <laughs> no, it's not. Destroy it all and make a plant paradise. I don't care. <laughs> But like the, the moments with the side characters, there was a, a ton of fun dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's more good stuff. If you like Borderlands 2, you're going to like the DLC. I like Borderlands 2. I just, I just had some issues with it. But overall, it was fun. I enjoyed my time with it. I just I feel like it was. It felt pretty small for something that also brought with it a five-level cap increase. Yeah, like a five-level up. Like I, I felt like it should be grander, like maybe Tiny Tina-sized. Mm. But I don't know. It was a fun experience. It just wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, it did It did feel short for what they were making it out to be. Mm. Um, because when I, when I got to the final boss, I didn't even think I was at the final boss until mm. I, it was the final boss. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think with the rumors that it was, off of old DLC that they tried that they were gonna mm. make but turned it into this I kind of feel like that's what it is it's just kind of a recycled component that they use to you know try to expand on the characters that they had to get us hyped for Borderlands 3 yeah yeah I could see that and I mean I, I get what you mean because I, like I said I did I thought it was a little too short but I feel like they told the story well enough Mm -hmm. that when you got to the final boss, like you had learned everything you needed to for it to be the final boss of the DLC. Yeah. It was just 
like the the actual hours you played, it didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Like if they had stretched it out with a few more filler side missions here or there, not the you know filler, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. If they padded the runtime a little bit, it would have been a little bit, a little bit. I don't know. It would have felt more like a an experience rather than just a a quick DLC. Yeah, I agree. Um, I will say though that even though I really enjoyed the scooter side mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it got me in the feels. I was really sad that I had to change the voice on the catch-a-ride machines. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I was like, can't it just stay his voice? It would be mm. so much better for me right now. <laughs> See, when I did it the second time through, I just buzzed past that mission because I knew we'd already done it. Yeah. So I, it will forever just be Scooter's voice for me. <laughs> Perfect. I wish I would have done that. No, I want to uh. <laughs> restart, restart. <laughs> oh, one other thing that I should mention because we haven't mentioned it at all other than like stroking our chins and going, I bet those are pretty cool. The effervescent tier weapons. Did you get, well, you had to have gotten some, right? I have no idea. Oh, the, golly like the jeepers, shiny Danny. ones? Yeah, the rainbow The tier. rainbow ones. Okay. I've never heard it called that. So I was like, what? <laughs> All That's I've heard the official is name and everything. Weapons. They're rainbows. No. Rainbow weapons. It's, it's just because Eric latches onto the easiest thing to say. Rainbow you rarity. Better leave, you better leave that in. I got to dig it, Eric, that he'll never hear. But yeah, as soon as, soon as they revealed it, it, they've always said, oh yeah, effervescent, 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 effervescent. And then all Eric ever says is rainbow. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not, it's not rainbow, though. It's effervescent. Okay. Now I know. Even though that doesn't make any sense because effervescent is like bubbly. Bubbly, yeah. Not shiny. I don't know. Whatever. I'm grammar, grammar Nazi. Uh, well, you vocabulary know. Vocabulary Nazis. Brittle diamond. Oh! <laughs> no! Worst DLC, zero out of 10. Man, we're backsliding now. <laughs> I tried to bring it up with you, and you brought Sorry. me down. Sorry. So, hey, how about them rainbow rarity weapons, Danny? What you think about a rainbow? They were darn pretty. <laughs> nice. Good job. I like what were they supposed to do something special cuz I didn't really notice special stuff. They're just shiny. I noticed. Yeah. They were a million times better than what I had. Now I will say we we did kind of go in cuz Eric and I finished it or didn't finish it on the same characters we played with on the same difficulty we were playing with that when Eric died. Yeah, yeah. So we were a little over-leveled and overpowered for the difficulty we were playing I on. I was for mine too. But I had, you know, not, you know, legendary weapons or anything, but I had good weapons on and the first effervescent weapon that dropped was a fire SMG and I ninja looted it because I said, screw Eric, he doesn't deserve good things. <laughs> But then I threw it on the ground, and we both looked at it, and I went, well, the damage is actually way lower than what I had on. And granted, I had a corrosive SMG on, so not the best one, but the damage was out of this world better than the effervescent one. But when I put that one on, I was melting people. Okay. So, And I don't remember what the red text was. I didn't, like, specifically say anything that, you know, made me think this will destroy everything. Yeah. But it... It ruined everyone that I went up with. Like, you know, enemies who would take like half a clip would take like 
a, a fifth of a clip, you know, a sixth of a clip. It was ridiculous how much better it was. And it didn't, you know, it, it had the look. It didn't have any, you know, anything else that seemed special. It was just way more awesome. I almost said awesomer. That's not a word. I can't say awesomer <laughs> when I have the My Brittle Pony argument going. But it was way better. Okay. And I was just like, okay, this this is it. This, okay, they they weren't screwing around when they made this, this new tier. Yeah. And... Yeah, it was great. Cool. Yeah, no, I I didn't notice it. I think I got I got a legendary um infinity pistol from uh Sean. Sean mm-hmm. popped into my game and just like overloaded me with all these cool weapons. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> oh shame. Shame. I totally got my infinity pistol legitimately by that one time I match made with somebody and they gave it to me. <laughs> nice. Um, but I, I do remember using those weapons. I just don't, I think I was just too overleveled for stuff that it didn't matter mm. what I was using. It would just murder everyone anyway. So. Yeah. And plus it was Eric and me in the same game. So it obviously it does bump people up yes. the more people you got. So yeah, I could, I could see running through on solo it not being as noticeable, but I def I definitely felt the increase. When I got that rainbow tier. That's cool. Yeah. I I, I hear rumor that they're only going to be in this DLC. I don't think they're going to carry over to the main game. Which Hmm. is kind of sad because they're sparkly and really cool. (laughs) I mean, it would make farming a lot more fun if you could get rainbow tiers from other stuff too. Yeah. I'm not a farmer as... (laughs) As we've said, we established that last week, I think. Matt, don't farm was the, uh, was the word. <laughs> yes. No, but to see that drop in-game is, is cool, though, because mm-hmm. I think I got more excited about seeing that than I did a legendary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I, I hope they carry it over to Borderlands 3, but the rumor is they probably won't. Just mm. sad. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> But something else that dropped this week, surprise, surprise, actually it was last week, sometime last week, because I installed the new video card over the weekend. Oh yeah, that's right. It was the return of the 1v1, the Project 1v1 technical test. I opened up my email one day and it went, hey, check it out, sucker, it's back. And I went, what's back? Why? Huh? What? Oh, it is a game? Okay. (laughs) That's my thought too. Now, I'm pretty sure we're able to talk about it because we were able to talk about it before. You just can't stream or capture gameplay footage. Right. So it's a good thing we're not live on the fives because I would have put that shit up <laughs> and we would have been fired. <laughs> but getting into Project 1v1, the levels are all, well, the levels that I played, they're all fleshed out now. If anyone remembers, there were like two that were fleshed out before, and then there were like half gray boxes and half unfinished, all the other things that would die. And you would die if you went out there. And this time, I was actually able to play 1v1. Nice. Instead of just seeing like a pixelated screen, like you put <laughs> your your eye up against a stained glass window or something. <laughs> Eric, Eric like was Minecraft. like, <laughs> it didn't look like Minecraft. <laughs> Eric was like, hey, buddy, what kind of video card you got? And I went, I don't know, like a... Like a like a card from Walgreens that like looks like Hallmark. Anyway, here, sucker, have a power supply and a, and a video card. And I went okay, and I put it in, and I was actually able to play one v one. And I'll say it looks great. 
It looks cool. I like the style of the characters. I mean, when I saw Battle Granny in the in the email, I went, "Is that a Battle Granny? You 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 done sold me one v one, and then you done unsold me with the gameplay because I couldn't play it last time, and this time I can play it against the training bots so far because I haven't beaten the training missions because this game is not for me. Yeah, I I was not a, a you know, like a Quake Arena guy. I wasn't an Unreal Tournament person. So it took me like five full matches to even get into playing that style of game again. Like, I won't, I, I, no shame here. This is no, this is a judgment free zone except for the times that I judge everyone else. <laughs> I lost to that first training bot like four times because I'm not used to playing a run and gun arena shooter in that old school jump around, shoot rockets at each other way anymore. So it took me so long to get into it. And then the fact that it's just 1v1. Like, I could be the best player of this game ever. But if I turn the wrong way and you come up behind me, I'm dead. Yeah. Because it's 1v1. And it's just, that's it. Like, it, it plays well. And it's fun when you're in that zone. Like, when you are doing good and you seem to luck out or, you know... But I, I can never, since it's only 1v1, I feel like I can never round that corner and successfully find somebody before they find me half the time. Yeah. So when, when you're unlucky, I really don't like this. When I, when I am lucky, I enjoy it. It plays well. It looks good. It sounds good for what's in there so far. But this isn't a game for me. So take all the, the any negatives or any positives with total grain of salt coming from me. It's just not... It's not my kind of game. I can appreciate that it's it looks good and it's it looks good further along than it did before. Like I like what they're doing with it. Yeah. But it's not gonna be my kind of game, no matter what. Yeah. And I was surprised to even get an email about this because I didn't think it was a real game. I thought it was mm. Gearbox just trying out a new system for Borderlands three. But it seems to be its own game, but I'm not going to believe it until I actually see it. <laughs> now, I seem to recall that on our predictions show, we said Project 1v1 is 100% has no ties to Borderlands 3. So we're, we were right on this one. This was one we got 100% right. Eric and I never agreed that this was the multiplayer deathmatch part of Borderlands 3. I don't know where you got that one from, Danny. <laughs> Why would you have thought that? Uh-huh. I don't know. It was just kind of a weird, like, solo, out-of-nowhere game. Like, mm-hmm. they've got these big titles that they're supposedly working on, and then this gets thrown into the mix, so it's just kind of out of place for me. Well, I agree, but at the same time, I like that. As somebody who likes smaller games mm-hmm. and smaller experiences, I like that they are dipping their toes into little tiny different pools and puddles while they are also bringing the entire downpour with Borderlands 3. Right. <laughs> like I, 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 What I hope for is that they keep doing this kind of stuff, like we've talked about with publishing. Mm-hmm. Like if they're, if they're also actively developing small things to drop into that five-year gap between big AAA releases. Right. It just keeps them on the tip of anyone else's tongue and keeps us well-fed, not just because we do the show, but it can help me, you know, I can support them with these smaller releases as we go along. Right. 
I like I, I get what you're saying. It does seem weird and strange, well, but I like it. Especially right now, because they're ramping up for the Borderlands 3 release, so mm. it's kind of weird just to throw that in there right now. But we might get arrested <laughs> for even talking about it, so maybe they didn't throw anything in, and I don't know what kind of fantasy land Danny just took us on. I, I just came down and was like, whew, that was a weird drug trip. Why is there a needle in my arm, Danny? What did you do? <laughs> Well, you know, I wish I wish I could share some input on this, but this is the second time this technical test has come around, and I have not been able to get in for whatever reason. I, I know what it was. They knew. They were like, oh, man, if we give it to Danny, she's going to hate on it, like she does with all the other things. <laughs> she hated our trailer. She hated this other thing. She didn't like the DLC. Screw that. <laughs> if, if she types in the words D-A-N-I, instant ban. That's it. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> I guess there can only be room on the show for <laughs> one negative Nancy. <laughs> there you go. I try. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I've said, it's not for me. If you were a gamer of that type, that Unreal Tournament, that Quake Arena type, you will probably definitely appreciate this a lot. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in it. Like when I like, like I like the boost pads. I like the the charging up and using of different abilities. I like the I like the environments. Like they look good. They look nice. Mm-hmm. It looks like a world or a universe that I'd like to play around in a lot more. It's just not my jam. Yeah. So I can't play around in it a lot because it's not for me. <laughs> I, I want I want I want to do something else in this world. I wanted like a stealth action game. <laughs> Give me that. I will Metal Gear around on yeah. some jump pads like nobody's business. <laughs> there you go. So tell us what you guys think about Project 1v1, if you're allowed to tell us about it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know we anything. might be under arrest by the time this episode comes out. Who knows? <laughs> but tell us what you like about that. Give us your feedback on the Lilith DLC. Tell us what you loved about Guardian Con, what you're looking forward to from Gamescom when that comes out. Obviously, flack, but like what on top of that? <laughs> right. Any other cool kinds of stuff? Also, send us any questions, any comments, any concerns, any feedback, any mailbag questions. Shit, we got to do the mailbag. Bing bong! We got a mailbag question we've been sitting on since, let's see, June 10th. Sorry. I, feel, I honestly do feel bad because every week we do the show and we're like, yeah, we need to do that thing. Oh, man, it's the end of the show. Neither of us have it pulled up. Oh, so I pulled it up this time just for you, Howard. Spoiler alert, this is from our buddy Howard. He wrote into the Third Shift Facebook account, which actually does still work. Facebook is a real <laughs> yes, thing. It does. It's very popular. <laughs> he writes, quote, I was thinking that it might be fun if you added a new segment to your podcast, something along the lines of your Twitch streams, except that instead of you picking games you want to play, the general audience gets to pick. I don't mean to stop streaming your games entirely. What I am proposing is this. I have, like most people, I believe, a library of games I've played or am about to play. I would like to lend out some of those games to Third Shift in order to watch you guys play them. I think it would be entertaining to see how you play a game I've already played and interested in seeing that game from a new perspective. End quote. I'm going to get back to this in a second, but I agree, Howard, because mm-hmm. watching Danny totally screw up on games that I mastered and am great at <laughs> is hilarious. Also, watching her do totally different stuff, like in Detroit Become Human, Mm -hmm. that's a lot of fun. So I definitely see where he's going with this. Mm -hmm. But he continues, quote, I also feel that others in the listening audience might want the opportunity to do it too. They could lend you a game, request a third shift player, and wait for the stream. So what do you think? End quote. 
What do you think, Danny? Well, I actually experienced this myself because a coworker of mine that I trained during my time as a manager. <laughs> Until you abandoned her I, by leaving. No, I didn't abandon her. <laughs> she actually went into my Steam wish list and bought me little, <laughs> little nightmares. And nice. I streamed it the very next night just for her. And she mm-hmm. enjoyed watching it. And I loved chatting with her while I was playing it. And it was a game that I had never heard of. And mm-hmm. I probably would have never picked up on my own. And it was just a really good experience. So cool. I think I would like to do that more. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. I. And I know where how it's going with this because like two days before he sent this mailbag question, he he like lent us two games. He's like, "Hey guy, <laughs> check this out." And then he was like, uh-huh, "Ulterior motive, Jones." Perfect, love it. So I I agree. I would like to do this more often. I don't know if maybe like obviously we can't ask listeners from around the globe like my Ghana bros to send me a game in the mail. Right. But if people have suggestions for stuff they'd like us to stream. I'm 100% all for that. Yeah. I mean, if it's something that's easy for us to get. Everyone knows Eric's broke, and he can't stream hardly anyway. Boom, sucker, (laughs) bam. (laughs) But if it's something that's, you know, relatively easy for us to get, I'm definitely down to more suggestions because I like playing games. I like playing all kinds of different types of games. So anything anybody has to say or suggest or try it out or, Mm -hmm. you know, if I put up, like, my stream, like, hey, what game should I stream? Even just throw in a throw in a reply there and say, "Hey, hey, sucker, what about this? I really like that game." And I'll be like, "Oh man, let me put that on the poll next time. Let me check into it. Let me see if I can get it." I'm down with that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think. I, I mean, in general, I think we, the three of us, should just be streaming more. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but I think this would be a, a good incentive to get us to stream more and yeah definitely because then you have the people who asked you to play this game actually in chat interacting with you while you're playing the game so it makes it even more fun unless they're howard in which case his wife and kids kick him off and go (laughs) howard why are you not baking cookies for me right now (laughs) oh sorry babe howard I'll see you guys later. I, I, I was there for like 30 seconds. It was cool. I saw you punch that alien once. Yeah. I put you on the big screen and then it made me sick, so I had to go. <laughs> you guys started cursing, so I had, I had to take it down. You said, gosh darn it, and I can't have that in this house. No siree, Bob. <laughs> Should I cut all that? <laughs> no, leave it in there. Howard knows. He knows. <laughs> Howard knows this is the truth. Howard, we love you, brother. Yes, I'm we just, do. I'm just, I'm just getting your goat. You know how it is. But I definitely agree. I Even when I'm playing like Valkyria Chronicles 4, which none of the viewers have recommended or said anything about, but occasionally I'll get somebody in there that knows something about it and will give you like the little heads up or little hints or just mm-hmm. like, like I've said with watching you, I like watching it from a different perspective, seeing what clicks with people, what, what doesn't. Yeah. So if... If viewers want to have that experience with us, I'm all for that. I I enjoy the streams. I love streaming. I love interacting with the people on the streams. As much as I don't, you know, I'm not a big streamer guy. Like, I don't watch a lot of streamers. Yeah. I like the experience. There's yes. something there's something unique and fun about it. It's like having, it's like back in the day when you play games at your buddy's house, except in this instance, 
the door right here is open exactly. and your buddies can just walk in and it's like, what's playing, bro? Dude, that's sweet. That's awesome. All right, I got to go. See you later. <laughs> it's totally like that. Yeah, I, I love that. Just the feeling of people sharing that experience with you and mm-hmm. even people that give you shit for how you play the game or if you play the game and you do something that they've never seen before, that's that's fun mm-hmm. too. <laughs> so. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So I think we're all open to you giving us more free games, Howard. Heck I yeah, don't Howard. think anyone would say no. <laughs> but like I'll say, toning it down a little bit from Howard's suggestions, if anybody has suggestions for us for games you'd like to watch us stream or watch us play, let us know. Just I know we're not all that regular on the streams. We're not as regular as I even I would like to be. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I set up way early in the episode. Sometimes life just gets in the way. Yep. But if you'd like to see more from us and especially certain games, just let us know. Just drop us a line, email, Twitter, Facebook, all the places. I don't think I ran it down. No, I didn't. Email info at thirdshift.me, Twitter at thirdshiftme, find us on Facebook under third shift. You know all the places. If you want to see more from us, if you want to see anything different from us, if you don't like what we're streaming right now, I'm never going to stop playing Valkyria Chronicles 4. I'm sorry. But anything for the show, for the streams, for our interactions on Twitter, if you'd like to see more on the Facebook, any kind of thing you want to see from us, let us know. We will try to make it happen. Boom. We're here for you. But we're also here for money on the Patreon. Yeah. That's the best segue there could ever be. You know we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash thirdshiftme. We got, I think, four tiers up right now. $1 tier gets you blooper reels. $3 tier gets you the, what is that? No, that's not the shifter monthly topic. That's the what you play in third shift. Mm-hmm. $5 tier, shifter monthly topic. $15 tier, you get to be a co-host on the show once a year. All kinds of good stuff there. If you want to check that out for more third shift action, please do go over there. And if you don't want to do it, that's totally fine. You can give us all the good things, like we always say, five-star reviews, ratings, subscriptions, likes. Give us hearts on the Twitter. Give us thumbs up on the Facebook. Give us give us your love. Give us your love in all kinds of ways. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. That's yeah. how we like it. Heck yeah. And of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 19th of July for our very next episode. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing, and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. We really do appreciate it. It makes me so happy. I have said that the cleanest I have ever said it right now. I should just have you cut it and reuse that every single time. Yep, Perfect. that was good. Good job, me. You're the best. <laughs> and who else is the best? My co-host, my interim co-host, Danny, for this episode. Thanks for joining me. And <laughs> you know how we do me. it. You know how we do it. Tell all the people where to find you on the internet, on your phone, your home mailing address. <laughs> tell, tell them your actual GPS location so they can come and give you a free video game like our buddy Howard totally would. Heck yeah. See? See? <laughs> Incentives. <laughs> Well, you can find me on Twitter at Usakoi84. That's U-S-A-K-O-I-84. <laughs> That's pretty much the only place you can find me because I don't do the Facebook thing and I'm only occasionally on Instagram. And if I post on Instagram, it goes to Twitter. So, you know, find me on Twitter. <laughs> you got a Tumblr. Tell me Tumblr. Did, How do you tumble? I have a Tumblr, but it's dead. It's been dead for years. <laughs> Dig up that dead Tumblr. People want to see you tumble. 
Third Shift has a Tumblr. <laughs> oh, my God. Get that shit off of there. No. All right. Official Third Shift meeting right now in progress. Don't cut this from the show. You take that off. We better not be on Reddit. You take down our Reddit thing, too. No, we can't be on Reddit. We got kicked off Reddit, remember? No, they were rude to us, and we chose to leave and deactivate our <laughs> yes, account. Yes, they were, because, you know, stuff. There's yeah. rules on Reddit. Do you know there's rules on Reddit? Bullshit. That, that doesn't make sense. Bullshit. <laughs> front page of the internet. Front page of my ass. Ah. <laughs> so don't find us on Reddit or on yeah. Tumblr, but find us all the other good places. Yeah, all the find other Danny. Places. Find Danny on... Just on Twitter. Find Danny on Twitter. Find her on the Twitch. Give us your Twitch schedule, Danny. <laughs> Pull it up right now. Tell us what you're, what you're playing, what you're doing, when you're going to do it. <laughs> Uh, well, right now I've been doing Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. I start around 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. So if you want to hang out with me, I would enjoy your company. And if you want to tell me what I should be playing or painting or anything, just, just let me know on Twitter. Shoot me a DM. I don't care. I will do things for entertainment. <laughs> You were going to go someplace that would not have been a good one. What, so see, I think subliminally you want to do bad things on camera for people. No, I do not. It keeps going that way. I, I see you have to rein it in. I see your brain I know, go, no, like, stop it. No. I'm pulling the handbrake on, on the train. I'm, I need to stop it. There you go. But I, I really do enjoy playing games and painting and hanging out with y'all so come do that on monday wednesdays and saturdays at 8 30 p.m eastern (laughs) and if you're first thing up in the morning on a saturday or a sunday you're gonna catch me with my rise and shine streams having a grand old time playing valkyria chronicles 4 although i still haven't gotten back into the messenger since it blew up and i don't know where to go but they did just release the the picnic party update, free okay. update with that, with all kinds of other new stuff. <laughs> so maybe I'll put a poll up, and if you guys tell me to play the messenger, I might just do it. There you go. <laughs> That's a hook. That's a hook. <laughs> you can find that poll on Twitter at the real Doc Funky. That's how you find me, the greatest man who's ever lived. I'm there on Twitter. I don't do the Facebook. I'm there on the Twitch. Mm-hmm. I'm here on the podcast mm-hmm. in your ears. So find us at those places. Find the show anywhere you can find the show. And find us next time, because until then, there's nothing else to say but... Don't Don't forget forget to save. Shut up and sit down. And please forget everything I've said. Well, hi there. If you've made it this far, it means you truly love us and you want some more. First off, I'd like to apologize for dropping the ball on Friday. I had some things going on and my brain completely left my body. Secondly, I want to wish Third Shift a very happy third birthday in this third year that we are doing Third Shift. This has truly been a wonderful part of my life, and I can't wait to do three more years with both of you guys and all of you out there who listen to us each and every week. So thank you for listening to the show proper, and without further ado, here's a little message from Eric. First off, how's the camping trip? 
fantastic. You know what, getting away for a week is good stuff, sitting here with the family, swimming every day, putt-putt golfing, going out to the little ponds, going in town, going to the oldest cheese shop in Michigan. What more can you ask for? It's been a good time. It's nice to get away from work. Unfortunately, of course, you can never get away from the podcast. Oh, my goodness. Except for, no, it's actually fun. I was hoping I could get in there and do it, but uh, the internet here is good enough, but not quite good enough, as per usual whenever I go camping. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to do the live on the fives, which everybody wanted to do. Uh, And we're going to postpone that, though, and do it later. So yeah. Hmm, your guys' thoughts are pretty dang interesting. Holy moly. If I was there to hear them, wowzers, I bet they were great. I just want to say, I got on here, I was playing through this, Project 1v1. I checked out all the different levels through the practice mode. I did a bunch of the bot levels, a couple actual real rounds, and I enjoy it a lot. It's way, 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 way better than, of course, the previous technical tests. They've got uh, graphics thrown in. They've got actual character models, things like that happening, a larger variety of cards, weapons to play with. I will say that the weapons feel really, really good thus far. I've played with the rocket launcher, the shotgun, um, the, what else was it, the scatter, the scatter rifle or something, I can't remember, holy cow, I got camping brain on my mind, but anywho's, the, the few weapons I've played with, those feel good, some of the cards, like the, uh, the rocket one, where it shoots off a whole bunch of rockets in a rapid rotation all over the place, felt really neat, felt good, felt effective, and then, of course, the pinpoint laser was really cool. A couple of the other ones I played with I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah, the uh, the rewind time, which phases you back a few seconds. And then, of course, gives you your health, everything, all your stats before you got uh, teleported forward come back to you. I love that mechanic. always have. thought it was one of the best things ever when it was first incorporated. And I don't remember what game it was I played. But I really enjoyed it. The 1v1 action feels good then this is where it's awesome and downfall for me like the awesome part is if you're the competitive type and you're really enjoying you really enjoy that that thrill that feeling this is something you're going to want to be looking at and i enjoy pvp but i enjoy pvp when i've got a group behind me so if i'm not doing so great somebody else can pick up my slack but this as the name implies it is 1v1 it is sweaty it is thick if you're not in it to win it you're going to get beat out and for a lot of people, that's awesome. That's the cat's meow. For me, though, it's stressful. After I do a few rounds, I really feel like I want to take a break. I got to step back. Even if I do well, I just, that kind of pressure when I'm playing is not usually my thing. But I will say, when you do win a round, it feels pretty darn good. So I understand the allure of it. And I'm going to play it some more. The level designs and the level feel so far are pretty good. Uh, the music. Honestly, nothing too memorable right now, but you know it's a it's a closed technical test, so I'm sure there's lots to that, lots more music, lots of things to happen to come. The sound effects though so far are awesome. As I said, with the weapons firing, really you really feel it, especially with that shotgun, man. It just feels like a good meaty shotgun, and everybody loves a good meaty shotgun. Although I will say its range is atrocious. You have to be right up on the enemy for it to be of any use and effect. But I understand that and I can appreciate it. So there's my initial thoughts on Project 1v1, and it'll be open for quite some time, I believe, a few more weeks. So I'll be in there testing it out some more, getting some more cards, trying to play with those a little bit so I can come back and talk about it some more. So for now, that's it. Just a quick uh, hit on that one. 
So we know we told you guys we'd be playing the Commander Lilith in a Fight for Sanctuary, and we finally got around to doing some solid hours into it. Danny's actually beaten it, so I'm sure Danny had all sorts of cool stuff to say. I didn't hear it, but I'm going to assume it was good. Now, me and uh, Matt finally got around to having a uh, little go at it ourselves and got a few hours in, about four or five hours in, and it was a blast. It was just like uh, old times, jumping right back into the old... Uh, Borderlands fiasco which is a plus and a minus because I will say that uh, it felt like Borderlands which is great however as Matt I'm sure will have said and I agree with him you know we've played Borderlands for a long long time and we're really looking for some just some new you know the new graphics some of the new the new features new upgrades that are all coming with Borderlands 3 so stepping back into this was like putting on that old shoe we just really hoped, uh, we just hoped that it, it, you'd start to get that feel of Borderlands 3. But for the most part, it just feels like some really cool new Borderlands 2 content. And with that being said, I will say that the, uh, the voice acting and the dialogue, all fantastic. Chuckles abound. Everybody, Marcus, fighting, you know, having it going nuts with, uh, old Carl. I think that's his name. Carl, yeah, that's it. That was really premium stuff early on. The situation with Mordecai and Lilith and Brick, all good stuff. Hector is amazing. Everything he comes down with is solid, makes sense, good stuff. And it has that nice, just kind of sarcastic tone going that just really feels good. He's a good, he's a good enemy. So I really like that. I'm digging the plant life. I'm digging that whole mechanic with these new enemies and changed enemies. The Borderlands symbols added in a nice touch. So we haven't beat it yet, and we're going to get to that, obviously. But for now, I'll tell you, I am enjoying it. I am liking it. I can't wait to see what Borderlands 3 has in store. I think this is the perfect thing to do with what you know, the, adding this last DLC to kind of tie it all together. And you can see where the Children of Old are starting to come in. There's been like a couple things mentioned here and there already. So digging it a lot. Obviously, I'll talk about it more when I'm at home and not at campgrounds. But there you go, everybody. Hope you hope you dug it. So with those two updates that they went ahead and kicked in for me, that's it from the campground rhetoric. I hope you guys are having a great time out there in your lives and such. But this is literally it for me. I gotta get out of here. I gotta go back to camping. This is crazy. You guys enjoy. The children are running wild. Fairly well. And lastly, of course, don't forget to save suckers.